0: Good morning. Good afternoon, Richmond. It's 12 noon, and I'm Adam Epstein. This is AWOD Radio back here in 2024 on the New Sports Radio 910 The Fan. Now at 105 1 FM, the home for VCU basketball here in Richmond, Virginia. And the Rams begin conference play tomorrow. The second season begins, A10 conference play at the Siegel Center as the Rams host St. Bonaventure. So, Glad to be back on the mic today. I'll tell you, Stub. My life hasn't been the same when I don't have my radio show. Like, right? I, I, I enjoyed the days off. Got to hang out with family, Christmas, my birthday, New Year's, all that. But I, I felt like there was like a hole in my heart without my show.
1: Absolutely, I was feeling you that felt too. Felt the same things, way. Things were different,
0: right? I'm so used to my routine, and I'm so used to being able to talk sports and have my opinion be heard. And that didn't happen. My friends didn't want to talk to me. I called my sister to bitch about Ron Rivera and to talk about <laughs> Sam Howe's struggles. I talked to my mom about the NBA on Christmas. And then my dad was asking me about college hoops. I mean, I was desperate to talk sports with people. You need to be listened to. Yes. Right. It's kind of, it's, it's my one problem. Right. That's why I always say, stop, are you listening? Stop. I'm talking to you. So, Glad to be back here talking sports with my favorite people on 910 The Fan. Phone lines are open throughout the show. 833-804-0910. 833 What's the top sports story in your world as we start the new calendar year? 833-804-0910. Phone lines are always open on AWOD Radio. But we begin the show today by catching you up on anything you might have missed from around the sports world from December 21st to now as Stubb has put together a nice little two-minute clip to catch you up on anything you might have missed since I've been off the air.
2: Can you win the game in the first quarter? No! It's Nakua! Touchdown, LA!
0: We're different when he plays. Can you win the
2: game in the second quarter!
0: No! Fires end zone.
2: Touchdown, Nelson Aguilar!
0: And the Ravens extend their lead. We just need to keep
2: keep playing that way, you know, keep playing the Raven way. And he gave me the third point. No! Touchdown Detroit Lions, on touch.
3: This is special, but, but to do something that hadn't been done in 30 years for a team is special.
2: Win the mother...
3: The yeah! Tries to find his receiver.
0: It. Intercepted down the sideline. Intercepted Jack Jones. And he walks in. Touchdown. Back to back. It is. God. Greg Sarla does it.
2: Five seconds to go. Gets it. Fires. Goal. Tip-in for Mantha,
1: ties it at one. Ovechkin fires, SCORE! The great wait is over!
2: Morant fires a three from 30 feet out and it touches nothing but net. Washington in good hands, ties, Gaffer. what's the rim, Daniel Gafford, disturbing the peace in Portland. Bang! Kobe White put him in the Hall of Fame. Three of them. Fortune. Smart laps for Morant. He brushes home, too, on the alley oop for the exclamation point. Here's Luka going for 50 right now. Shoot the runner. There's <laughs> the
0: 50. There you go. Back to Simone. Down the lane with a two-hand overhand jam. the Powell. There's the dunk. And there's the triple-double for Luka.
2: He's of the lane in traffic off the glass. And good. What a shot
0: the year that stub learns how to produce how about that nice little clip there let's roll right into the sports app and we'll start with college football and i'm always wondering around this time of the year why does college football hide itself right it's the biggest two games of the entire year the college football playoffs last year they had the game literally on new year's night A lot of people were making out with their girlfriend. I was watching the football go through the uprights, and Georgia beat Ohio State. This year, they put it on New Year's Day, right? January 1st. Everybody stayed up to midnight the night before. Yeah, let's enjoy staying up to 1 a.m. to watch this semifinals game. It makes no sense to me. I think they definitely lost millions of viewers on the East Coast. I couldn't even keep my eyes open in the third quarter, but I will say... I do think it's going to dominate sports talk today because it's so fresh. And man, that was worth some good football games. Screw FSU. Screw Georgia. I thought the committee got it right with the way those games played out. Alabama had Michigan, had them defeated. It looked like the entire game. Michigan ties it and then wins in overtime. And then Texas, Washington, back and forth, back and forth. We're certainly going to spend an entire segment. Uh, breaking down the game today but you will have number one Michigan against number two Washington next week as it was Michigan's Roman Wilson with the four yard touchdown catch from JG McCarthy to tie the game at 20 before it went to overtime Loveland motions over keeper and they pitch it to him touchdown as Wilson walks in Alabama's most talented player, their best playmaker, is their quarterback, and he had the ball with the game on the line. The problem was he ran into his own guard, got tripped up, and fell forward three yards short of the end zone as Mission grabbed the win. Here is the call of the final play from the Rose Bowl.
2: Game on the line. That's Williams in motion. Low step. Melrose stopped. Michigan makes a stand and comes up with a milestone playoff victory.
0: Unbelievable play there as Michigan gets the win. Watching the replay, it looked like if Melrose stayed on his feet and went to the left, followed his blocker, they always say, hey, if you're running back, follow your blocker. He would have gotten into the end zone, but he tripped and fell three yards short. In the late game. It was Texas against Washington. Started off as one of the most exciting, competitive games anybody could ask for with the score tied up at 21 apiece. It was a back-and-forth game. Michael Penix was unbelievable for Washington. He connected multiple times with Jalen Polk. Here is Polk for a touchdown after it was deflected by the Texas safety. Here's the call.
1: Second down and 10. They're in field goal range. Pressure. He stepped away from it. Fires, and it is caught. Oh, the deflection. Jalen Pope the touchdown
0: off the hands of Malik Muhammad. Now, I'll be honest with you. If you stayed up to watch this game conclude, you're definitely exhausted on like three cups of coffee today. I had to get up early to watch the highlights because I missed the final drive. Texas goes down the field, gets a field goal, gets the ball back with one final shot on fourth down to advance to the national title game. Let's take a listen to the call.
2: Texas trailing all night long one last chance to advance to the national
1: championship game ewers lobs it up and it is incomplete intended for mitchell elijah
2: jackson had the coverage washington hangs on and
0: wins the all-state sugar bowl in the college football playoff semifinal. It sucks because yours was so good all game and Adonis Mitchell already had an incredible touchdown grab, but he decided to lob the ball instead of bullet passing it. I think if he fires it in there and gives Mitchell a chance to catch it in bounds, he probably does and Texas wins the game. Over to the NFL. All right, so the playoff picture is becoming a lot more clear and we know a few players will miss week 18, including... An MVP candidate, 49ers running back Christian McCaffrey, out. Week 18 with a mild calf strain. The Niners and Coach Shanahan want to make sure he's healthy and ready to roll for the postseason. Another MVP candidate, Lamar Jackson. Status for Week 18 still yet to be decided. Steelers have a chance to get into the postseason. Kenny Pickett cleared. He's healthy. But Mike Tomlin announced they will stick with Mason Rudolph and roll with Rudolph and as they grasped for the final playoff spot and sad news in that Dolphins game they got blown out the game was over and then they lost pass rusher Bradley Chubb for all of the postseason and maybe parts of next season with a torn ACL so that was sad news that just came out in Miami let's move over to the NBA The Pistons were the worst team in the NBA. 27 losses in a row. But now they've caught a little fire. Here's the final call of the Pistons game against the Raptors last night. Got to get it in. Throw it ahead. Bogdanovich grabs it. Pistons, for the first time since October
2: 28th, have won. And they've done it here in Little Caesars Arena.
0: Knicks played against the T-Wolves. It was Julius Randle with the big clutch hook shot to give the Knicks the lead. They go on to win against the T-Wolves. Julius Randle put up 39, and the Knicks made a trade last week Uh, while everybody was, of course, watching the NFL and celebrating the holidays. They traded with the Raptors, sending R.J. Barrett and uh, quickly off the bench to Toronto for O.G. Ananubi who made a decent impact in his first game with the Knicks. Of course, Thibodeau is trying to develop a defensive team. That's what he's known for from his time in Chicago and then in Minnesota. And to me, this kind of looks like a New York team that is similar to that Chicago team. And I told my friends, I expect this next team to win a playoff series, and that's it. Because that's what Thibodeau does as a head coach. He's great in the first round of the playoffs and then his teams disappear after that. Here's the Julius Randle hook shot in the next game against the T-Wolves.
2: Brunson for Randle. Fake the lob. to a
0: shoot. Drives right into the lane. Randle spinning. Throws it up and hits. And then lastly, the Jazz played against the Mavericks, and for the first time since 2008, it's been 15 years, a member of the Utah Jazz puts up a triple-double. It was Jordan clarkson putting up the first jazz triple double since 2008 here's the call on 97.5 the zone down low clarkson finds blocker reverse dunk and that is assist number nine for jordan clarkson who has 17 points seven rebounds nine assists, and that might have been the death blow to the Dallas Mavericks with eight minutes to play. And there was a funny clip on Saul on social media. The assistant coach for the Jazz screaming at Clarkson, grab a damn rebound so I can take you out of the game. And that's what he did, getting the Jazz first triple-double since 2008. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM, we'll talk Commanders with the legend Doc Walker, Super Bowl champion for the Washington Redskins, will join the show at two thirty. It is a Tuesday, that means at one30 thirty we'll run around local sports in Richmond, Virginia, with Lane Casadante. You can always tweet me throughout the show at AWOD Radio or at Nine Ten The Fan. Don't go anywhere; we'll be right back. Welcome back. What up? What up? What up? It's AWOD here on the New Sports Radio Nine Ten The Fan. Now at 105, 1 FM, just after 1215 here on January 2nd, 2024. Stubb, let me ask you: how much longer will you keep making the mistake where you write down 2023 on something? Because I will make that mistake. For all of January. Well,
1: since I'm not a student in school that yeah. I don't date anything anymore.
0: You don't I, date things? I don't what like do I, I have on, to on date? your laptop, Like on my on our on our show sheet at the top, I say January second, twenty twenty three. Yeah, you do that. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Okay, so it's all about Awad making the mistakes Yeah, I guess now. so. <laughs> I can't think of anything
1: I write. So you don't the... write the
0: date down or anything. I though. put huh? day and
1: month on like certain files for the show, yeah. but I haven't been putting You're the year down. You're definitely
0: not writing checks. Do you even know how to write a Just check? I I know how to write a check. No, but like seriously, yes, I've if written. I brought down a Blake check and I said, you need to mi- write Michael Phillips a check for $2.52, would you be able to pass? Yeah. Like like dollars. Yes, I, I don't know. I've written man. checks before. You're, you're below the I took age a, no, limit for writing No, no. I took I took checks. a
1: class on it. We had an economics class in high school. There was like a three days on check. Yeah, you, you didn't know
0: how to do it until high school?
1: No, I knew how to do it. I'm just I also learned it.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're I, teaching I, my I, age. I, I look, uh, the way I'm looking at you, you can tell I don't believe you. I know. We're you are gonna can bring tell in a you checkbook. Don't me. We're gonna bring in a checkbook <laughs> and test you and JC. All right, joining us right now on the Hadine Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline is Michael Phillips. What's going on, MP?
2: I don't think I ever date anything. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Stub. Like, right? Like, if it's if it's February seventh, you just write two seven. Like, <laughs> yeah, are, are you, you you're doing the date? Like, what? What are you? Eighty seven years old? Like, I don't know. Writing
0: I, writing I, correspondence uh, for home from war. Like, what's going on here? I I like to close the loop. And to me, if you just write one dash two, people are gonna wonder what year it is. So I do one dash two twenty four. I close the loop, Here's, Michael. <laughs>
2: Dearest Stubbs, the rations are running out. I fear as the calendar turns to 24, the troops won't make it.
0: <laughs> well, I know the commanders, they won't make it. Uh, but Michael always joins us here at twelve fifteen for a little crosstalk on the fan. If I could just have your attention.
2: It's crosstalk with Adam Epstein and Michael Phillips on the fan. It's like that 190s movie that everybody loved. What's the name of that movie? It's not crosstalk, but it sounds like crosstalk. It's crosstalk on the fan. Oh, face off with Travolta and Nick Cage. But this is crosstalk.
0: All right, Michael, what did you think about the NFL on Christmas? I loved it. Like, I really enjoyed it, and uh, I can't wait for it to line up like that again.
2: Yeah, correct. When it lines up, it's fine. Um, I, I do not want, there, I know one of the discussion things is. Christmas is on Wednesday next year should they find a way to get games on to Wednesday. And I actually do not want games on Wednesday. That's just way too much of a fairness and competitive balance thing for me. If you've got teams playing on Wednesday late in the season, like this isn't the Mac? This is the biggest, most important football league in the world, Adam. So I, I love it, but I, I am not an at-any-cost person. The calendar's got to line up. It's got to be a special treat.
0: All right, well, I'm going to be the first to say here on January 2nd, 2024, that i would like three football games on thursday december 26th how about that michael
2: i just it's so late in the season right you're talking about teams that are potentially playing big meaningful playoff games on a short week and then the next week playing big meaningful games on long rest against teams that didn't have the long rest it makes me very uneasy like i'm all for no, nobody's more, more chasing a buck than me. You know me, I got like 700 jobs out there. Like I'm not mad at anybody for getting in the pockets. but at its core, the NFL is to determine who the best football team in the world is. I just think you're putting your thumb on the scale
0: there. No, you're probably right about that. It's Michael Phillips with us here on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline. You can check him out from 10 to 12 noon. Also covering the Commanders for the Washington Times, one of his hundreds of jobs that he just mentioned. (laughs) Michael, when did this season end for the Commanders? Because obviously, what, they're on a seven- or eight-game losing streak. It's been over for a while, but what game would you point to as when, oh, yeah, it was really over? Probably the Bears
2: loss, right? Thursday night football, really bad team. I got blown out. Um, certainly, I, I and I said they were still mathematically in it and, and felt they were still in it until the Giants lost to Tommy DeVito. So that yeah. that's my big one that I'm circling. Right, if if they had just taken care of the business against the Giants and Tommy DeVito, we're we're maybe singing a different song the rest of the way. Um, you know, the, the, the NFL season though is is such a good test. Right, I talk about the length of the season and separating a champion. Right, if you're a four win team right now you weren't one break away you weren't you weren't a couple bounces away. Uh, you were a bad football team and, and and i'll give you one more date to circle here, Adam, and that is free agency in the draft they don't do anything about a terrible offensive line. We all saw it coming. this offensive line was never good enough to compete
0: no no you're so right, and it's just been a frustrating season, and I agree with you i mean. I don't know if I would go as far back to the Bears game, but I do certainly circle both Giants games, as especially the second one, is. yep, season's over. Please fire Ron Rivera, and that leads me to my next question. Ron Rivera, what's going to be his last day in charge here in Washington? I've been told circle 1-8, January 8th, on your calendar. Uh, can, I, can I test out a
2: hot take on yeah. you here? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm really, really nervous about Sunday. Um, and I get that the Cowboys mathematically can still win the division, but I, I, I'm i worried that Ron, you know, he's a career 500 coach right now. The mm-hmm. career record is exactly 500. Um, he's been known to get the guys up for big games before and win games he shouldn't win. I, I'm just really nervous. I, I kind of don't want him to coach Sunday. I kind of want like may, maybe like Magic Johnson to come out of retirement and coach and be like, Everybody knows the deal. Let's go do it. Let's lose this thing. Team on three. Uh, I, I'm, I'm kind of a little bit nervous that allowing Ron Rivera to coach on Sunday
0: uh, may really backfire. I I think you're right. I I think we have no choice here. We have to fire Ron Rivera. Let's get rid of this guy. Because Josh Harris not firing Ron earlier just has me so depressed about this season and this team because I really can't look forward to free agency. I can't look forward to the draft until we get rid of this punk that's running this franchise to the dirt. And it feels like everywhere I go when I talk to Commanders fans, the number one thing they want is Ron Rivera to be fired because people don't even want to watch him on the sidelines anymore.
2: Kevin Sheehan did a poll. He said, hey, look, would you rather beat the Cowboys or have the number two overall draft pick? And thankfully, 91% of people last time I checked were intelligent and said, you want the number two draft pick. Like, hey, this is there's no shame in this. There is no shame in rooting for the Cowboys to, to win this game this weekend. That's absolutely not something you have to be ashamed of. The number two draft pick, eyes on the prize, Adam. We're so close. We've worked so hard to get here. Gotta cross that finish line. Yeah,
0: and, and so what needs to happen? So Arizona's four and twelve, New England's four and twelve, Washington's four and twelve. Currently we have the number two spot, but we need some help, right? We need to not just lose, but we need uh New England to lose and the Cardinals to lose, right?
2: Well, so the good news is they do have the tiebreaker in all scenarios over the Cardinals. Um, so if both the Cardinals and the Commanders lose, the Cardinals will, will pick behind us. Um, so, so that's not a concern. Um, with New England, it's really close. Um, the strength of schedule is the tiebreaker. And, and last I saw, they were separated by, you know, Stubb can, can break down some math for you later because he's such a learned man, apparently, with all these classes he's taking. It, was, it went to the thousandth in the decimal point, the, the oh. strength of schedule tiebreaker. So this could swing on every game being played this weekend. I'll put together the list you know, before the week's over of every result that matters. But essentially every game this weekend has a chance to swing who wins that tiebreaker between the Patriots and the Commanders for the draft pick.
0: All right, the last bit of news we need to get to, Michael, is where are we at with the bet, the push-up bet? between myself and you on whether or not the defense would improve under Ron Rivera. I almost think we should just throw away the bet because Ron hasn't done anything with the defense.
2: <laughs> I won't take the easy way out. I um, I would like to watch this weekend's game. Um, if, if they get frisky and hold Dak to like three points and the Cowboys are trying, <laughs> may, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll entertain the idea of a push. Uh, I do think I'm a loser here, though. I, I am prepared to do my penance, um, we'll we'll build a day of programming around it. We'll need that because we won't have a playoff team to talk about. Because
0: you sent me uh, a piece of NFL stats and info that said the (laughs) commanders have done a great job in the red zone, and I'm thinking, well, yeah, because the opposing team has gotten to the red zone like five (laughs) times a quarter.
2: There's also that the opposing team just skips the red zone and scores from 40 yards out. (laughs) There was no red zone possession to worry about. Yeah,
0: that's a great point. Michael, good stuff, man. Are you back in studio tomorrow?
2: Uh, I'm in Ashburn tomorrow, uh, kind of cleaning things up here. I'm going to be at the basketball game tomorrow night, though. You know I'm not going to miss... Rams and the Bonnies, that's that's gonna be fantastic. So we'll uh, we'll hang out there and of course I'll see you Thursday morning in
0: studio. Sounds good. That's Michael Phillips. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio on the Fan. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the New Sports Radio 910 The Fan. Now at 105-1 FM Richmond's home for VCU basketball. Every game Can be heard, Ram Nation, right here on 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM via Rams Unlimited. I do the extended pregame show before I pass it off to Robbie Robinson and Rodney Ashby, and tomorrow night, the second season begins, A-10 conference play. Last year, the Rams, A-10 conference regular season champions and tournament champions, so a lot of expectations now based off of last season's results. For new head coach Ryan Odom. All of Ram Nation knows the expectations every year are to get to the NCAA tournament. The good news is that the A 10 did a lot better in out of conference play and should be in line to be a multi bid league. Joining us right now on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline from VCU Ram Nation, the founder, it's Matt Sheltonide. What's going on, Matt? Happy
3: New Year, Adam. How's it going, man?
0: I'm I'm doing pretty well. How would you recap the out-of-conference play for the Rams?
3: You know, I think the best way to describe the out-of-conference this year is what if. Um, yeah. Especially after two games with Barso and Damasil, uh, we saw what they could do. Just, you know, four-point loss to Iowa State, overtime loss to Memphis, you know, that difficult loss to Norfolk State. What if? Um, if we have... Bamisil and Barstow, odds <laughs> are we're looking a lot better and we're looking definitely like a tournament team um you would you would think that those two would have really helped get us over the hump in those games that would have easily made us a tournament resume team
0: yeah I mean I'm not uh, upset with myself for dreaming that this team could have been undefeated if they had Joe Bam uh, and Sean Barristow <clears throat> throughout the season but now Ryan Odom's got his full complemented players and I think he's going to tinker with the roster and the lineups a little bit. How do you think it's going to change in A10 conference play?
3: Well, that's yeah, that's the thing is before I think we had three guys on the bench. Now we've got five. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that is something that struck me actually in the last game is, you know, we had a huge we had like a 20-point lead and we quote unquote you dump the bench and, you, and then you've got Michael Bell out there. You've got guys Kw- Kwani, Kwani, you've, guys that were previously starters. So I think he's, yeah, he's definitely got some tinkering to do um, (laughs) because clearly in bringing back Vamasil and Barristow, you bring back a lot of experience. Um, But at the same time, you know, he's got guys he was leaning on early. So how do you keep those happy or those guys happy with their playing time? But, but I think, yeah, it's, he's got some, some figuring out to do, especially um, now we've got a little bit of a sample. You can see how much better Toby plays when he's got a distributing big out there like Barristow. But um. Uh, yeah, I think they're figuring out quick, and, and uh, it's, it's a good problem to have, for sure.
0: It is a good problem to have, but you have to make sure that everybody's happy. And a guy that I'm worried about is Zeb Jackson, because we've seen his numbers go down immediately in two games with uh, Sean Barristow. And a lot of that is because Barstow dribbles the ball up the court. You know, I love that about him. He's... You know, VCU's Magic Johnson with his ability to kind of set up the offense, but we've got to find a way to get Zeb more shots and really get Zeb going to the basket because I, I think is at their best when we've got a backcourt that's combining for 30 points like they had at earlier times this season.
3: Right. Well, you know, Zeb went from a 30-minute guy to a 20-minute guy in these last two games, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you know, Bear is now averaging a team-high 16.5 points, Banasil's at 15. Both are ahead of Jackson. Yeah. So I mean, 20 some minutes as a senior is not it's not terrible. Um. And I, yeah, I think Zeb understands what what's going on there. And it's definitely more than last year. But but yeah, it, it does highlight that challenge of here here's a guy we leaned on early, or Michael Bell who was a starter. He just played four minutes. He was 11 minutes before the, the game before that. You know, how do you? That's those are uh, conversations. I'm glad I don't have to have. Um, but. You know, I think if you're saying, at least for the young guys, uh, Bam is still in there. So these are these are their. This is the last show for them. So things look good for next year. Um, we've seen how how much they play when those guys aren't there. But for right now, we just got to win. And you know. If you want to get more minutes, you got to earn them in practice.
0: Yeah, there's so many strengths to this squad. I feel like we've got a ton of three point shooters. Uh, I love the offense, the flow with Ryan Odom taking over as the head coach. What would you point to as a few weaknesses? Like for me, I still think we're soft inside defensively. Whenever we go up against like a big body, a 300 pound uh, forward, they seem to always give us fits.
3: So statistically, you know, the turnovers are still an issue. Mm -hmm. Um, That's, that's been an obvious issue. Uh, I'm with you there too. Like it it feels like there at times guys can score pretty easily uh, down in the paint on us, but then you look at the numbers, we're a top 42 point percentage defense. So the the numbers say the opposite Uh, to me, I think, you know, just figuring out what what we what exactly we're doing at the five. We don't have like a, a post up big yeah. where things aren't going well, where you can just you know dump it down and say, "Hey, Mo Cox, go back this down." Hey, Marcus Sanchez Silva, back this guy down and get us a little hook shot. To me, that's kind of feels like what's missing. Um, our our bigs are young and they, I mean, at times oh. they feel soft, um, but. I think that's you know. Outside of that, things things look pretty good.
0: Who would you point to as the A 8-10 conference play X factor? And I'm not going to let you choose Bamisil or Bersto.
3: The X factor for us, uh, um, I'll probably say. I mean, because obviously, you know, Max is too obvious of one as well. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I guess I'll go with Zeb Jackson. Mm. Um, I think you I think you know what you're going to get with Max. He's been. Quite consistent um, his last three years basically since coming to Utah State. I think Jason Nelson's been fantastic. I hope he can keep hitting threes. But I think Zeb is Zeb is the interesting one um, because he's had games this year where he just absolutely lit it up. He's been pretty hot or cold, so I think he's he's your X factor. He's such a great defensive player, so if he can give you consistency on offense. Um, he just makes our team that much more dangerous.
0: Yeah, and you mentioned my X-Factor. I'm going with Jason Nelson. He's shooting the best uh, three-point shot out of everybody besides Toby Lawall. He doesn't have enough shots to uh, really be included. He's at 60%. Jason Nelson at 42.2. Uh, and I, I really think when you look at the second unit, if Jason Nelson can, can, can continue to have like two or three assists a game and limit the turnovers and hit the three-point shot, and, and I really think, you know, I think VCU's at their best. when. Jason Nelson's the point guard, and Zeb and Max can play off-ball. And so I'd love a lineup with Jason Nelson, Max, Zeb, and then maybe, you know, Bearstow and Toby Lawal down low. Well,
3: it'll be interesting to see. I, you know, I've thought a lot about Jason Nelson recently with having Max and Bairstow on the floor, and kind of what Jason Nelson weirdly reminds me of is the kid Steven Ashworth, who mm. played under Ryan Odom last year at Utah State, and he's now at Creighton. Um, Jason obviously he's shot the leather off the ball to start. He's having his best year shooting, but over the past four games he's averaging five assists. He only has three total turnovers over that stretch. So there is some some real point guard starting to scream out of him, and I think just with having all these other guys back on the court, it, it really helps show that.
0: Matt Shelton, I the founder of VCU Ram Nation, with us here on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline. What do you know about the Bonnies? Give us a preview of the game against St. Bonaventure tomorrow night.
3: Well, I know they beat us last year at home, and that was a much worse team. So that's something that's on my radar. There's a bit of a revenge factor. Uh, They've been very efficient all year. They haven't played the toughest schedule. They haven't had the best results against the tough teams they've played. They're they're like us in a way if you really look at them on paper. Um, But they've got a really nice transfer um, out of Cincinnati, Mike Adams-Woods. That's a guy they didn't have last year. He's shooting 50% from three right now. I expect those numbers to regress to the mean. Um, But again, it's a lot like the team they had last year, but then you add Adams Woods um, as just, and they got, they got this kid, Charles Pride too, out of Bryant, who's having a heck of a year. They're both shooting over 40% from three. So take a team that beat us last year, add in two good shooting guards um, and great coaching. And they're, they're a challenge. Plus the kid Chad Venning, is just a load in the paint, and he's yeah. someone that I'm I'm going to have nightmares about tonight uh, as I get ready for tomorrow's game. Yeah, I
0: mean that's exactly what I was pointing to earlier. A guy like Venning, who j- it just seems like he did it last year. He scored too easily against a guy like Jalen Deloach. So I'm just I'm worried how um, you know Furman and, and Lawall will play against him. Great stuff as always, man. I appreciate it, and I'll see you tomorrow. I'll see you late tomorrow, Adam. Yeah, I know it's the latest game of the season. What's up with that? No clue. I, yeah, you know what? They, they're they probably doing an A-10 game on TV right before us. Uh, you know what I'm I mean? I'm
3: sure what it is. I think they probably they know we're all fresh off of New Year's. They know we're used to staying up late now, so they're going to give us that early.
0: Yep, and and we'll give them TV ratings because Ram yeah, Nation yeah. goes across the country. All right, that's Mel Shatten and I, I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to Wad Radio on the fan. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM, it's AWOD and Stubb hanging out here on January 2nd. Happy New Year, Stubb. Happy New Year to you. Yeah, I'm so glad we had yesterday off. Thank goodness for yeah, honesty. Yeah, I needed that. <laughs> right? I mean, could you imagine having to work after staying up past midnight so late you know, eating food, drinking champagne, then having to go to work the next day. Yeah. I
1: mean, I stay up past midnight most nights. Yeah, you do. But, but other, the other activities would have made this a more challenging. You
0: better, <laughs> you better, um, not get used to that because I promise you, once you hit about 28, 29, your eyes are going to start getting really tired at eleven thirty. Well, there won't be any two a.m. nights for you much longer.
1: Well, I can enjoy it for another five years, yeah. can I? Yeah, you I? can. I might as well.
0: Yeah. So here we go, first Awad Radio Show of twenty twenty four. What's going to be the theme of this show in 2024? What do you think? What's going to be the theme of AWOD Radio? What was the theme last year? I said the year, uh, last year was the theme of year first. We did the first football fest. We true. did the first true, event. True, true, true. Um, it was the first full year of me doing a radio show. Is this going to be the year seconds? We'll have a second event? <laughs> Maybe
1: this will be <laughs> the year that Washington has a team worth really enjoying. That is in the I, I,
0: would, I would put money against that. <laughs> I mean, think about D.C. sports right now, right? The Commanders are worse than they've been in five years, right? We're we're starting over again. Oh, we're going into another offseason. We're going to have to hire a GM and a coach and probably a new quarterback. The Wizards are the worst team in basketball. No. The second second worst. worst team in basketball <laughs> behind the Detroit Pistons. The Nationals are like the second worst team in baseball. And the Caps are they're mediocre this year. I think they play uh, at Pittsburgh tonight. It's a good game. We got an OV goal. We, we had an OV one. goal. We also had one that was taken away from him. I heard that. You saw yeah, that? I like, heard about that. Come yeah. on now. Really upsetting. But, yeah, I, I think this will be the year of seconds. Uh, but happy new year to everyone listening. I want to know how your holiday break was. For me, I'll give you my top three things of my holiday okay. vacation. Number one, my birthday. Oh, yeah, Turn 31, yeah. December 31st. Uh, my dad came on Christmas, so we spent together on Christmas and then uh, had brunch on my birthday together and then I hung out with my friends and we went out we went through a bar crawl in the fan. All right. Okay. Give me a ding for every bar that you've been to, all right? That, that I've we, been we to. that we went to on my okay. birthday. We started at curbside.
1: I have no ding for you.
0: You have you've never been to Curb? That's like two blocks from the place. I've been to
1: maybe 5 bars right. in the Richmond area, right. so don't expect too many dings. We
0: went to Curbside. Then we went to Sidewalk. No ding. Really. Then we went to Bamboo. Then we went to Three Monkeys. Have you been to Two Monkeys? Have you been to the Solo <laughs> Monkey? My goodness. Uh then we went to PBR. You've never been Oh, there I've, been we to we BBR, go. I've been to PBR. There we go. Then we, and then I think we went one other place, but I really don't remember. Oh, yeah, now I do. We went to then we went back to uh, my neighborhood, went to River City Roll, and went bowling late night. And Ooh, I was so drunk when we were bowling that I <laughs> and I'm a I'm a decent bowler and I kicked everyone's ass and they were blown away. They were like, Awad, you're blacked out, you're beating all of our butts in bowling. All right, so I'm a lefty, and so, you know, I roll, and and I was told the best bowlers kind of slide their back foot a little bit. Okay. Right? Oh, yeah, I've seen it. Like, they do right? that, like, they, whole, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like the,
1: like, the bend down. The bend yeah, down. Yeah, All yeah.
0: right? The twist. So, I the twist, right? <laughs> so, I would roll, twist, bend down, and fall, and, and ran into the <laughs> wall. And thank goodness we were on the lane all the way to the right. So, I was falling into the wall, and then getting up, and seeing I knocked down, like, nine or ten pins. And my friends were so mad because I was on the ground rolling strikes. Did you ever
1: go too far? Take a step too far onto the yeah, onto the lane? yeah. I got an F. There was not a there's not a slippier surface in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and then the lane, that yeah. the bowling alley. Rolls I know on. they oil it up. They, they really oil do. it up. They do.
0: Number two was uh, my mom came to visit me a little after my birthday. We went shopping. had Chinese food. I got a really cool new sweatshirt from um, Dillard's. at short pump. Short Pump, you can you can literally could spend your entire account at, at Short Pump. Short Pump Mall is great. It's I love so, an outdoor mall. There's so mall. many great. It's there's there's a, so many great spots there. Yeah,
1: because I grew up in Chesterfield, and Chesterfield Town Center is not a good mall. Really? Have you been to that one?
0: I have not. It's not great. Short Pump had this giant Christmas tree. Yeah. That you like walk into? Have you seen that? Yes, yes, I have. I yeah. love that place. I I thought it was really cool. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. Number three, New Year's Day. New Year to New me, New okay. Year's Day was better than New Year's Eve, really. Yeah, cuz I was just so chill. There's no no pressure about going out. Just stay I, I had like three or four friends over, we watched football all day, drank, ate food, le- ate leftovers and hung out. That was my top 3. Okay, yeah, it was,
1: it was that was uh New Year's Day was a recovery day for me for yeah. sure. Yeah. Got a little bit of Applebees
0: uh-huh. for What'd some reason. What did you do reason. New Year's night? Uh, I went to the Camel. You know the Camel?
1: Yeah. yeah I yeah. actually
0: had a f- couple friends that went there, yeah.
1: Oh, wow, okay, yeah, because uh, my old roommate is in one of the bands that played. That,
0: that played, yeah. I yeah. heard there was a good band play.
1: Yeah, I mean, there was It was bands. the one that
0: didn't include your roommate. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. Um.
1: Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I was there for probably four hours. Yeah. And just kind of with, like, I don't know, like 20 of my friends. Yeah. Just hanging out. I had a good time. It was my first time at a bar on New Year's. On
0: New Year's. So the ball dropped, and then how much longer until you left?
1: Maybe ten to fifteen. Yeah, minutes. I mean, Cause it we is, got there at eight. It
0: is so funny. Same thing at River City Roll, where the ball dropped, they drop all these balloons, and then I, I look up and I'm like, well, "This place is empty. Where would
1: everyone go?" If we hadn't gotten there so early. Maybe yeah. we would have like rethought it, but we were out. Like the the night was done for many of us.
0: Yeah. So at River City Roll, and then the next day on TikTok and Twitter and Instagram, I saw this trend that I I couldn't believe, but I actually saw it in real life at River City Roll right at midnight. All these girls got under the table. I mean, they're wearing these fancy dresses, you know, these like high heels, 12 inches. They got under the table, grimy under mm-hmm. the table that had spilled pizza and fries and tots. And they're sitting under the table eating 12 grapes. 12 grapes. What is this? What is the idea of eating 12 grapes on New Year's? So I had,
1: a fr- I had two friends come to visit mm-hmm. who had just been in Spain. And this is a, this is a trend from Portugal.
0: See, okay, I've heard multiple the, stories. Is... I've actually read an article that was from Ireland, and then somebody else told me it was an Italian story. So I've heard multiple reports. Okay,
1: you know what? I'm not going to – it was a quick Google on the yeah. country of origin on it. We'll say it's up in the air. But
0: we're going... Well, you're going with Portugal. I'm going with Portugal. All right. That's we can my... go with the That's Portuguese. Okay. Yeah.
1: So what, what you're supposed to do is mm-hmm. you get 12 grapes, yeah. and then each second before New Year's, you, do you what? eat one grape.
0: So the last 12 seconds before you're stuffing your, you're face, stuff with in your face with grapes. You're stuffing your face with grapes. But everyone only had green grapes. I didn't see any purple grapes.
1: Maybe that's the season. Maybe. Do, do the different colored grapes have different seasons? I do I not know. I, I think you can <laughs> find purple grapes all, all year long. <laughs> we can find apples all year long. doesn't yeah. mean they're in season. True. Okay. Anyway, so it's supposed to represent each month of the following year is okay. one grape, and it's uh-huh. supposed to bring you good luck. Really? Yeah.
0: So that's what they are doing? I I, just, I,
1: well, I don't know. the The youngins are all about manifesting stuff. These yeah, days. I know. So that's the big is. is.
0: <laughs> don't kill me, but I hate manifesting. You
1: hate manifesting. I can't stand
0: it. Because what if? Because that, everyone always says, if I manifest it and it doesn't come true, well. Oh, it just—it didn't happen yet. It's going to happen eventually. I manifested it. It will eventually. I think eventually. it's because you
1: didn't manifest enough. Maybe you didn't try hard enough.
0: Maybe I definitely did not eat twelve grapes under the table. I did not eat twelve. But grapes. why under the table though? that? I didn't that know bit? about under the table. Oh yeah. I just—that's oh, just, what everyone was doing. Yeah,
1: because I got the text that was like, "I need you to buy us grapes because we're coming." Really? We didn't buy grapes. I didn't want to go out and buy grapes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you've been with someone when they do the twelve grapes bit? No, because oh, this okay. was new. And uh-huh. then they
1: were like, buy us grapes, and we didn't. Yeah. And then we were there so that they didn't have grapes.
0: Yeah. So my research told me it's been going on for a few years, but because of social media, the boom, TikTok, the talk tick, uh-huh. everybody has to post their own video of them doing it. And so that's why I'm seeing it all over the place. Yeah. But legit at River City Roll, you were either kissing a girl or you were under the no table No one at the grapes. camel
1: I saw was, was
0: doing the grape, doing the grape, grape
1: thing. I, I, was, I think I was doing a shot, so I might not have been paying attention. Yeah. But,
0: oh, the old take a shot bit. Yeah, you know. I like that. The yeah, old of drink course. a beer at New Year's And yeah, why not? Why yeah, not? You why know? not? Yeah. Why not? When do I ever take a shot? Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you've ever done the 12 grapes that represent the 12 months of the year ritual, call in 833-804-0910. 833-804-0910. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.